weiß Bescheid. Welcome to the most forward-thinking, inspirational podcast on the planet. Prepare to reevaluate everything you've been taught. Hello. Can you hear me? Can, can you can you hear me? Hey guys, how's it going? Welcome back. <laughs> Last episode we had uh, Brian on the show. Um, this guy, uh, this was one of our deeper conversations, that's for sure. If you guys have listened to the show in the past, which I think that you have, um, he, this was his fourth episode. And of all the cool things we talked about, there was one that really caught my attention. And it was just a simple point that probably would have gone above and beyond I don't know, one tiny phrase in the whole hour and a half that we were doing that. And that was the finish line of truth. And this one, it, it got me. It got me because I I had to take a sort of step back and I had to sort of take a look at, I guess, what it's like to start asking questions and start pushing your narrative and to start understanding certain things. Um, I mean, we tie in again with with default reality how you can break out of it but prior to breaking out of it we don't even realize that we're in it like it's it's such a peculiar thing and it and it just again it just reminded me of the old the the the, the old word joke phrase thingy uh, analogy yeah two young fish swimming upstream one old fish passes them and says hey boys how's the water and the fish look at each other and says what's water they don't even realize they're in it. And that's basically our default reality. This reality where you wake up, you go to work, you pay your bills, you pay your taxes, you stress out, you buy your makeup, you buy your fast food, you buy all the organic things. You do yourself some sort of a solid where you try to become a better version of you and you hope things work out. And what normally ends up happening, and from my experience inside of default reality, what happens is you're filled with anxiety and you're filled with depression because things aren't lining up energetically the way you feel that they should. And when they don't line up, you start making decisions based on what you think you should do. Small subtleties like, hey, wait until you're 19. If you live in Canada, it was 19. If you live in the States, it was 21. I'm not sure about the rest of the world. Every country has a different age. But as we were growing up and we were watching these commercials as kids, we were we were being brainwashed without even realizing it, obviously, but especially with the alcohol. You wait till you're 19 and 21. I mean, geez, you can vote for your, your sitting president before 21. But you're not smart enough to buy alcohol. You aren't to be trusted enough to buy alcohol until you're 21. But you are trusted enough in today's day and age to change your sex. It's interesting how they do this and it's interesting how the manipulation works and i think that the veil is coming down as well with regards to 
people asking questions. There are people obviously that will listen to any narrative and watch anything and decide that this is the, the hill I want to die in and this is the thing I'm going to defend. But I think with all of this liberal leaning left weird rhetoric going on, this division tactic on everything, everybody is tricked into believing that they need to be more open-minded and they need to be this, that, and the other thing with regards to certain proclivities. And then we're told that if you don't line up with ours, we get offended. Now, this is all this is all stuff that we think that we're having our own opinions on. And it goes back to the, the, the beer commercials back in the day. Your whole life up until 19 in Canada, 18 in Quebec, 21 in the States. And if you're listening from Vermont, you know that at 18 you crossed into the border. Which I don't even think can be done that easily anymore because of all this other rhetoric. But... Our whole lives are like, must be legal drinking age, must be legal drinking age. So your whole life, the entirety of your existence, for the most part, they're telling you you can't have it, which is psychological, cerebral. So whether you want it or not, you realize or you you don't realize, you you, you associate drinking with being an adult. And I can't wait until I'm legal drinking age. I can't wait until I do this. And what's the first thing you do? You go out and you buy beer. Or alcohol or wine or whatever it is. And obviously prior to that, we get our, you know, we, 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 we find our ways to get it. We steal from our parents. We do this, we do that. But it's psychological, right? Because alcohol as well is one of the only things that is taboo to not do. How many people do you know that are like, oh, I, I just don't drink, right? And every single time somebody doesn't drink, they're immediately marked as weird. Oh, you must have had a problem. You guys know that Henry doesn't drink, right? Yeah, he doesn't drink. Oh, he must have had a problem. Imagine that. Hey, you guys know that Henry doesn't do heroin, right? What? He doesn't do heroin. What the fuck is wrong with that guy? There? Well, you know, he had a problem with heroin. He couldn't just do. He couldn't just stick a few needles into his arm. It was. Uh, it was all or nothing. Whenever Henry got his heroin. <laughs> But you're ostracized if you don't drink. You're looked upon as a pariah if you don't drink. Actually, I wasn't even going to talk about that topic too much to an extent. But now that I am on this topic, I'm going to put it in the show liner notes as well. <laughs> we'll add it to the title. Um, sobriety is huge. Sobriety, it's funny too because even saying the word sobriety, it's like, sobriety, come on. I don't have a problem. And Steve-O put it best, man. I, I randomly came across this clip of Steve-O talking about this stuff, and, and it, like, it, it floored me. I was like, wow. You know, I never really looked at it that way. I, I guess when I sort of quit, I was like, I knew I was just kind of done with it. I didn't put any sort of label on it or anything like that, but I was just done with it. So now we're going to Bluetooth into Steve-O talking about his opinion on uh, the years slipping. One thing I didn't say about alcoholism before is that um, that... I'm super grateful that I have it so bad that I don't have to like wonder if I need to be involved in all of the, the stuff that sober people do. Because the worst thing would be to kind of have alcoholism. The worst thing would be to have alcoholism just bad enough that it really slows you down, like destroys your potential, you know, like gets in the way of and, but it's not so bad that it has to stop. 
So it just, you know, just years. How many people do I know with just the years slipping through their fingers and just they're just blowing it, just wasting everything. Where in my case, I'm so fortunate that I had alcoholism so badly that it had to stop. And, uh, and thankfully it did. One thing I didn't say about And that to me is huge. I didn't even look at it that way. I mean, I was one of those people that was just happily drinking. Uh, and not thinking anything of it because I was living in default reality. I was living in a state of, you know, must do this to achieve this and do this. And alcohol is just simply part of it. And if you can't drink, then you've got a problem. And I certainly don't have a problem. So I'm just going to keep drinking because this is the way it is. And then we have discussions with our friends. Do you think I'm an alcoholic? What defines an alcoholic? Alcoholism is when you can't, you know, blah, blah, blah. It interferes with your day. Alcoholism is when you start making lies. Alcoholism is when you start hiding beers around the house. Blah, 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 blah. And then, of course, we tell ourselves, I have complete control over it. You know, the funny, that's the, it's, the, it's the greatest illusion, this, this, this alcohol. We, we dumb ourselves down with it on a regular basis, and we think to ourselves, because it's so ingrained in default reality, we think to ourselves, there's nothing I can do without it. I can't live a life. I can't have fun without it. I can't do this, that, and the other thing. I have no interest in alcohol anymore. Um, I love associating with friends. I love, I, you get out there and you take the same energy from people, you know, you make better choices. Like you get home earlier, <laughs> you're not a total write-off the next day. You don't do anything stupid. You don't say anything stupid. You don't have to go about your business wondering what you said, did, or or, or anything last night. You don't. Uh, you know, typically you make better decisions. You can always drive. Isn't it ironic that you needed your driver's license to get the alcohol? Society has manipulated us again since birth to do that. Like this wasn't going to be an episode on alcohol. <laughs> It's just been worked in, and this is the way it is. So 10 minutes in, I just thought that was an important one to touch on because I absolutely adore sobriety. And even, it's funny because like saying sobriety means you're, you know, to me, it's it's one of those, it's it's almost like a, a crutch because I don't view myself as a sober person. In other words, like I've, you know, I see all these posts on, on, on Facebook, like, I, you know, sober, you know, 10 years today. And it's funny because that I feel, and I could be wrong, but I feel that that kind of locks you into a, mind, a mentality and a mindset that you need it to be a certain way or that that it's okay to brag about being sober or it's, it's okay to brag about not ingesting poison. And yeah, a lot of times, you know, we need to sort of, I guess, relish on that. But for me, just for me personally, my personal experience, when I quit, I quit. Um, and that, you know, that, there was there was a shame factor in how much I drank, I suppose. And I was your average American everyday drinker. I would occasionally drink three or four days a week. I would probably get blackout one or three times every two weeks. I don't mean blackout. I mean like, you know, perpetually drunk. And you realize that, you know, that sort of stuff just crushes your momentum. And it's like 90 days after your last drink, your brain really starts to clear up. So every single time we have a drink, we're like, oh, and you just sort of repeat that cycle. You get back into it. And a lot of this has to do with anxiety and depression. One of the craziest things, too, is you see like some of the heaviest drinkers are on some of the craziest antidepressant meds. They're like, I'm going to keep drinking, but I'm going to take these meds. But if you quit drinking, nine out of ten times, you will no longer need the meds. And we think that we drink because we're trying to escape this reality. And the truth is we are. But because we drink, we need to escape this reality. And when you find yourself in a position where you can clear yourself of the need for alcohol, it removes other things. Uh, for me, example, like once the alcohol was gone, I was like, there was absolutely no need to keep smoking cigarettes. 
it was illogical to smoke cigarettes. Um, and it was the same thing with uh, all other recreational drugs and narcotics. I was like, this is just pointless. Why would I even bother doing this? And then it was like the people that you associate with. Well, I only really hang out with these people because we drink together and we're good drinking buddies. Oh, I've known them my whole life. And yeah, it's, it's a shame, but I'm on this path. I'm on this journey. And then people will say things like, well, you know, isn't it weird that all your friends turned your back on, turned their back on you when you quit drinking? It's like, well, no, they didn't do anything. I'm, I stepped out. I stepped out um, because I, I wanted something different. And that's not to say that they're good or bad or anything like that. It's not to say anything. It's just simply there comes a point in time where you want to sort of do things for yourself. And that leads me into the next thing, which is, again, breaking out of, not the next thing, but it's breaking out of default reality. You know, and it's getting into a spot where, you know, you can ask yourself certain questions and you can still drink and you can do whatever the hell you want, you know, in every sort of version of reality. But if you're looking for different answers and if you're looking for something and you don't know what it is, I mean, the the, the, the best piece of advice I can give you right out the gate is to just not drink. Just give yourself 90 days, drink free, see how you feel. I'm not saying quit for life, but I'll tell you after 90 days, you probably don't want to go back. It, it's an interesting factor too, because like Brian said in the, in the episode, when he brought up finish line of truth, we have a lot of people breaking out of certain cycles, but maintaining old traits and old characteristics. So when you can start to see things a little bit differently, uh, you know, however it is, you, you want to sort of push that narrative and push that, push that thought process on yourself and on people. That's why you talk heavily about it. Um, he was, for example, he was a Mandela effect guy. He's big into that. I've got a bunch of friends who are big into 9-11, the 9-11 truth movement. Um, I've got some friends that are into basically every single conspiracy. Uh, and they sort of, they, they focus on that, but they, they dabble in everything else. Um, and again, conspiracy theory is almost a, uh, is almost a negative term. And it's funny because it's like, it, it's, it's how you, it's the things that you want to talk about. And in default reality, you're not allowed to talk about them. Because if you do, default reality has first programmed you to drink all the alcohol by 18. And secondly, if you talk about anything that's outside of the things that we allow you to talk about, the things that normal people talk about, then you're crazy. You're not allowed to have these thoughts. You're not allowed to have these conversations without being labeled something or called anything. And this is this comes from from a lack of the ability to think freely or to extrapolate upon what your thoughts are or to ask questions. Man, oh man, there are so many people out there that just don't ask questions. And they think they have this sense of self-righteousness. And you, one thing that you'll be able to spot these people very very easily by is their, how quick they are to point the finger without taking any responsibility. And if they do take responsibility, it's almost superficial responsibility. It's like, oh, I know I could have done a little bit different. But this person, and they go on and on. And when you do sort of break out of default reality, you realize that nobody's ever been responsible for anybody else. And virtually every other person that's in existence right now is part of you. Therefore, I'm part of you. We're all part of you. If you're listening to the show right now, I am an extension of you. I am. I exist in your reality because you were looking for something. Therefore, you created me. Your version of reality created me. And every single version of reality is different. Every single person that exists right now is having a different and unique experience. Even though we are all sharing one experience, every perspective is different. 
And in default reality, you believe that everyone's having the same experience. You believe that they are thinking what you're thinking. You believe that you can think what they're thinking. You believe that you can see through their guise. You believe that you know what's going on inside their head. And you make a judgment call. You make according things. You, 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 you question yourself in that sense as well. And, you know, you just make assumptions. And when we make assumptions, you know what happens. <laughs> Nine out of ten times in that state, though, you're right. If you're an intuitive, then your chances are you're right as to what they're thinking. And you can see this in, in children. It's very easy to sort of understand the manipulation a child is trying to pull off. But this child is a growing human, and they're, they're an entity growing into an experience. So how you treat that child as they manipulate their situations is indicative of how they're going to manipulate in the future and how they're going to move forward in the future. So you help create them. You know, it's it's always been said that your parents' naysaying is, is quote-unquote, the voice of reason or the voice of conflict inside your head when, when you decide or when you have thoughts or when you have whatever. It's like it's that voice. It's your parents' voice that's inside your head that, that tells you what to do. The voice of reason. But it's also that same voice that says you're not good enough, you're fat, you're this, you're that. Because every child is always looking up to their their parent for some sort of uh, reassurance. Wow, it really took me a while to get that one out. Reassurance? I couldn't figure that one out. And I remember trying to please my parents. And then you ask yourself, why? But then you realize that your parents were once children. And then became adults and then became parents and then will soon become grandparents. And you have the ability to be a child and then you're a parent and then you're a grandparent and it's a lineage thing. You get to experience them experiencing you and you make your ideas up. You know, this is, this is something that we can get into, you know, super existentialism upon, but this finish line of, of, of truth that, that I keep circling back to, when you break out of a mindset, when you break out of um, uh, out of a, a reality, we think that you know I've broken into the final level. This is your first break. Your second break tells you otherwise. Your third break tells you otherwise. Your fourth break, fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth, ninth, ten. You just keep crashing through glass ceilings of truth, understanding, compassion, com- and comprehension. And the more, the higher up you go, the more you realize that that anyone that's even I mean, higher than you or has the uh, a more thought process or, or more, uh, the ability to process thoughts differently. We don't even sort of circle in the ethos of, of these entities, these humans, these people that are on this realm until we want more, until we decide to step up more, until we decide to, to change things and do things. Um, and this is, this is kind of a funny thing because this is where I'm at right now. Uh, I, there's, you know, I've crashed through many ceilings and I do my best to sort of speak to all as many levels as I can that I've experienced. So I can only speak from where I am and, and through the levels that I've gone, but I cannot speak on where I'm going. Uh, I can extrapolate as to where I'm going, as to what I'm experiencing, as to understanding that, you know, um, everything is exactly what it is. And the mind gets more and more clear. I'm experiencing right now frustrations with Instagram. You guys have heard me bitch about Instagram for a long time. I put a post up not too long ago. Uh, which stated, and this was a, Do- a Dostoevsky um, quote. Well, it was it's a quote, and then it was accredited to Dostoevsky. The quote was, tolerance will reach such a level that intelligent people will be banned from thinking as to not offend the imbeciles. 
And now with regards to Instagram and their war against me, uh, that got blurred right out. It didn't get removed. It got blurred right out. And my engagement got throttled back to 1%. So 10 or 11 people are seeing my stuff right now. Um, and it's a shame. Uh, but is it a shame? I mean, you know, I've been going back and forth with these guys for a long time. This has happened to me numerous times in the past. And eventually it comes back. It, it comes back. We get up to a decent amount and then boom, something else offends them. Something either I've posted. This one was pretty quick. I put this up and within minutes I got, I got <laughs> shunned. Um, but in the past, once we get traction going and once we start moving again, then Instagram pulls. They'll drop something that we put up there like two, three years ago and say that, you know, this is offensive and, and now your, your engagement is, is withdrawn. Every person I came up with and started, for the most part, started growing with um, way back in the day on Instagram, they've all been deleted. Their accounts have all been wiped out. One by one, they just got pulled. And I was more, quote unquote, motivational than, than aggressive conspiracy. And I hid waking people up and, and, and sort of jaunting between realities uh, in motivational quotes. And this is this is one of those things, you know, people will get aggressive and they'll they'll say these things and they'll they'll sort of lose they'll lose sight of certain things. This finish line of truth is is such an illusion, right? Once you start waking up, you're not right about anything. And once you were dead asleep, you're not right about anything. And when you're on level ten of waking up, you realize that and again I'm using these numbers arbitrarily. I'm not saying that there's some sort of craft or level or something that I can show you that's these are the levels I'm sure somebody's actually fabricated something like that just to, to be but honestly man it's the, the the truth movement is your own journey right it only exists because you, you started asking questions you broke out of your droneness and asked questions which made you shunned so in our position with regards to this you know we're under attack from all of the mainstream medias and we're also under attack from all of the truthers who have, quote unquote, hit their finish line of truth. And they think we're part of the system because we've got so many numbers. Um, so we must, be, we must be gaming the system. So everybody seems to be against the Mental Mastery Alliance on a lot of fronts. Not everybody, obviously. I'm, I'm, I'm clearly blowing it out because you guys are sitting here listening and we're, we're having a good jam session right now. But on both sides, there's somebody who can attack. And at the root of it all, the Mental Mastery Alliance, you know, we aim to help people. But at the very tip and at the very core of it, it's, it's, it's my brain never settling for what I thought was supposed to be anything. And I wanted to push that narrative and I wanted to find out more. And on that, asking that initial question had me meet a selection of coaches who are great people who do a lot of work who became the Alliance. And it's nice to be able to have open conversations with a lot of people about very, very weird and peculiar things that we were never allowed to talk to in default reality. My war on Instagram is a funny one because I say to myself things like, you know, I got to spend less time on this app and there's got to be a way to systematize certain things. Um, the world around me knows that I don't want to spend too much time on it. And the more traction I had, the more engagement I had, there was a, a release of endorphins. It's true. Anyone with a huge account is doing, you know, for the most part, what they can to keep going. Now, there are a lot of accounts out there that are just um, uh, 
bought accounts, uh, just just algorithmic accounts. Uh, I wanted to put a personal touch into everything that we did. I wanted to be able to reach out or at least have somebody from our team reach out to anybody that posted on the account. And now like we're not we're not getting any reach. Like an engagement of post, I mean one of our videos not too long ago was, you know, 4 or 5,000. We just crashed we had officially crossed over the 10,000 views mark on one video, which may not be a lot to a lot of people, but it's certainly a lot to us. And the last video I put up had 197 views, for example. So interestingly enough, you know, we we were up against an algorithm and all that sort of stuff. And I can point the finger and say all these things. But at the same time, I know that I wanted to take a step back from being wrapped up and giving Instagram my energy. And Instagram gave me an opportunity here. They pushed out. So am I to say that Instagram did this to me or am I to say that I am creating all that is in my ethos. If you're not willing to take a step back, we're going to push you out. In other words, if I'm not willing to back off, I'm going to push me out. <laughs> and that's what's really cool. The same thing goes on with people, with relationships, with this, that, and the other thing. Like we sit there, think about all the relationships that you've had that you weren't happy in. How long were you not happy till you finally said enough is enough? Where, and you could have said at the beginning, you know, I already know that this isn't going to work out. So thank you for your time. We're going to move on. We can't do that because we can't accept certain things about ourselves in certain versions of reality. It's because of these things that we push ourselves, that we challenge ourselves and that we grow for ourselves in and amongst all of the things that we're doing. And it's all step by step, piece by piece, inch by inch. So, I mean, what really happens? Do we grow? Well, we really only grow through pain. Do we comprehend? Well, we really only comp we really only comprehend things that we once didn't comprehend. Do we beat ourselves up for being not where we think we should be? Of course. That beating yourself up is motivation. The anxiety and depression that we often feel in this world comes from believing what's handed to us without asking and without questioning. If you're listening to this show, I guarantee you that some of your depression has been leaking out and you've been asking new questions and you're replacing depression and anxiety of the world you live in with curiosity for possible truths. And I wanted to state that and I wanted to say that there is absolutely no finish line of truth. There is no one answer. There's no anything. Every single thing, once you look at it, it changes. Once you, obs once you physically observe a thing that you didn't know, it changes. Which means it, it impacts the next thing you look at. It impacts the next thing you know. So here's the beautiful thing. I wanted to put more effort and more attention into the, into the podcast than into Instagram. Which means now, and you've been seeing it recently in the past month or so, that there's more episodes coming out. Because this is my bread and butter. This is my baby. This is my passion. My heart feels like it's on fire when I get the opportunity to sit here and speak and vent and share and connect with all of you. I mean, it's really cool. And I'm honored and blessed that you guys are all listening and that you guys tune in and that some of you have us marked and beeped and all that sort of stuff. I don't even know. Honestly, the thing about this too is there's some discrepancy with us and, and iTunes where we don't have exact control over our iTunes. And there's no, I mean, I see some places where we've got some um, some five-star reviews and some comments. And if you guys have left a review and a comment or something like that on the show uh, on iTunes, it, it, we've been stuck at 17, 17 
uh, reviews or 17 um, uh, likes or whatever it is, the subscribes. Uh, oh, my God. My brain is falling apart. The stars where you get to vote one through five stars. We have 17. <laughs> Wee. Uh, and that's cool. Um, you know, but I see a few other people that have 17 as well. So I don't know if something, and the last one was like 2019. I'm sure somebody voted on the show prior since then, whether they loved it or hated it. But then again, maybe not because I see a lot of the trolls disappearing as well. Uh, simply because they're not necessary. A lot of the times too, the trolls are necessary because if you get trolled and it stings and it affects you, then that's an opportunity for you to see inside yourself something that you need to change and grow. Because if a troll tries to sting or affect me now, like it, it, it can't. There's nothing that they have to say that I can't either counter right away or whatever, but there's nothing, there's no taking anything personally anymore. So I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what's going on with that algorithm, but if you guys do like this show, uh, throw, throw a five star review or throw something on uh, Spotify or iTunes. I don't even know how it works. And we never really ask for that stuff. Um, it's crazy. We are doing a few more things on the webpage as well. So on the mentalmasteryalliance.com. We're going to be changing up a few other things. We're going to be offering more. Uh, we're, we're really getting into a spot right now where uh, we want to offer more connectivity with people that need it, right? And there was a, there was a fine line of how things were, were done before and, and sort of how things uh, existed. Uh, I don't know, archetypal ways of doing business. Uh, those are all going to change. Uh, we want to have a bigger impact, a broader impact. We want to be able to help more people uh, on every single level. You know, we want to help you get that job. We want to help you have the confidence to do certain things. We want to help you. Um, so you're going to see things that will pop up in the exclusive offers tab uh, on the mentalmasteryalliance.com. We've got a few things there now. Uh, it's pretty tricky uh, to get, you know, a lot of it has to do with crypto and all that sort of stuff too. And it's like, meh, podcast hosting, podcast programming, all that kind of stuff. Um, we're going to do some changes. We're going to do some changes and basically we're going to be better. We're going to be better and more accessible to you guys. We're going to do more things. Uh, we're going to allow Instagram to just yell at us and tell us that, you know, we can't <laughs> the irony of the post that they blurt out too <laughs> makes me laugh. Um, imagine that. Imagine that you go, you go to the page and like, Oh, I wonder what, I wonder what they've put up here that caused a blur. So, so Instagram chosen in its infancy that we're going to blur you out. And then when you open it up, you're like tolerance will reach such a level that intelligent people <laughs> will be banned from thinking. So I'm not allowed to think anymore. And if you uh, want a proof of that, we're going to blur this out. So we're going to ban you for ha from having this opinion. I don't even know what the, I think it was just that, I think the, the ban was that Dostoevsky never said it. Well, you know, dangerous. The thought police, they're coming after you. It's a, it's a pretty crazy spot to be in. Pretty crazy time to be alive, but pretty exciting at the same time. So to recap, man, we have... This finish line of truth, there is no finish line of truth. So when you're out there and you're having these conversations with people and people want to snap at you, let them. Right? Understand that you don't need to argue back and forth with who did what. Everybody's going to believe whatever they're going to do. Therefore, everybody's on a path that says that they're right. So if everybody's having an argument in a conversation and everybody's right, well, there's no point in engaging that. I mean, you can get your point across if you want to, but remember, you're not trying to convince them of anything. The reason you speak your points and the reason you say the things that you're saying is because it helps you understand your point and your position that much better. And every time that they give you an argumentative point, you get the opportunity to say to yourself, okay, they see it this way. I can debunk that or I can think through that and I gain more knowledge by answering their questions. 
Where it becomes a problem is if people start to get aggressive and ignorant and arrogant and all that sort of stuff. And just like us, the Instagram gives us ignorance and arrogance and all that fun stuff. So we're at war with, with the Instagram, but it's helping. It's not what I want. It's not what I thought I wanted, but it's going to create something more because it's going to allow me to be like, you know what? We're just going to put that on the back burner. I'm going to be able to detract my information or my attention from it. And I'm going to be able to give more to you guys. And that's what I want. You, the podcast audience, are the most loyal of all audiences. You guys are also fantastic. You guys also send a lot of really good emails. You guys are also really cool. Uh, every single person that I've interacted with on this, uh, because of the, the 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 podcast, I appreciate each and every one of you. And everyone that's listening that has never reached out, if you're ever inclined to reach out, send us a DM on Instagram, or send us an email info at the Mental Mastery Alliance, or send us a text. 647-338-1265. You can call that number. Uh, if you've got a North America plan, you can call that number wherever you want. But if you're in Canada, you call that number. Uh, text that number. And if your voicemail is fun and hilarious and or you know questionative, or if you leave a voicemail and it's a solid one, we'll put it on the show. Get your voice heard on the show. Um, this is... This is the beginning of a lot of new... This is the beginning of a new chapter. This is us shifting gears. Ladies and gentlemen, on today, what is today? Today is, I want to say, oh, I don't even have the right calendar. Let's take a look at this. Today's the 11th, Monday 11th of July. It's a good day. It's a good month. It's a good life. Make yourselves happy. Make yourselves proud, ladies and gentlemen. And in the infamous words of Red Green, keep your stick on the ice. Thank you for listening to today's Mental Mastery Alliance podcast. Let the team know you're listening by using the hashtag MMA and Mental Mastery Alliance. Want more motivation? Be sure to follow online on Instagram at Mental Mastery Alliance and on Facebook at Mental Mastery Alliance. And remember, your perception creates your reality. Make it a great day. You got it, Pontiac.